What's up, guys? Welcome to Good, Bad, to the sequel. This is the show where we have a good time watching bad movies. I am your host, John, and returning today is... Danielle? <laughs> yep. <laughs> oh, me? Yeah, Danielle is back, so you don't have to listen to me talk to myself. You Ooh. don't have to listen to Sean's snoring dog. We've got your favorite snoring. co-host on the show, the Go reason on. that anybody listens. <sighs> Danielle is back. That's me. Yeah, welcome they back. They only listen because I'm nude the whole time. Yeah, that's, that's not right. true. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, also returning today is John Claude Van Damme, oh, the yes. the foundation of our show, the muscles from Brussels. It's true. You guys can find the podcast everywhere they got podcasts: Apple, Google, Spotify, the works. While you're there, please subscribe and also please leave us a review. If you're a fan of the show. Um, we need you guys to review the show. It's how the show gets relevant. It's how we grow. That's how we get more people to listen. Share it with your friends. Tell them how awesome Danielle is. Tell them how awesome Van Damme is and leave us a review. I might even come up with some sort of contest where we oh. give away like Blu-rays of the movies to people that uh, give us the best reviews or something like oh. that. Just kicking around the idea. Is but, that legal? I hope not. I don't know. I don't care. I'm not. I'm not, <laughs> yeah. I'm not a law follower air quotes uh so yeah leave us some reviews because we need them um you guys can find us on the social medias at the good bad show on instagram that's it this is where you vote for the movies this week i did a double van damme feature between sudden death and kickboxer and kickboxer one not by a lot actually um and uh the loser goes into the next week for the last chance yes against a new movie so you get to participate in what movie we will be covering you love a bracket i do i'm a tournament guy uh, the the times where we do van damme movies uh-huh. far and away gets more attention than anything else well that's because everyone loves van damme uh, evidently yeah the, this the post that i did about this vote had almost nineteen thousand impressions on instagram Nineteen thousand people are interested in which 1989-91 JCVD movie could win this yeah. week. And now, here we are with your winner. Yeah, so so we're talking about Kickboxer this week. We're, we're cruising through the streets of Siam. Um, before we break down the plot, actually, let me let you know what we're going to do after we do that. Oh. See that recovery? Wow. Uh, after we break down the plot, we're going to give you our awards, which is going to be the bold statement, the worst line, the best line, who had the worst performance, what was the MVP, what was the unredeemable moment. We'll tell you our favorite part. We're going to give it a better title, and we're going to tell you whether it was good, bad, or just bad. Oh, oh I have the answers to all of these. <laughs> yeah, me too. Wow. We'll see how many of them match up. Okay, um, I hope none. All right, are you ready to are you ready to break down the movie? Fuck yeah. Um, you've never seen this. I have seen the second half of this movie, like, maybe thrice, because it's... I don't have to ask. I already know it's one of your favorites. Well, yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, well, yeah. Uh, I'm surprised you don't have a JCVD tattoo. I am I'm, wearing a JCVD t-shirt at the moment. It's really rad, actually. Yeah. Um, I'm surprised that you don't have JCVD po- posters on the ceiling. I'm surprised <laughs> we don't yet have a JCVD blanket with his face on it. Is that an option? Like, gazing. 
gazing out so that when you get into bed, you're protected by his outward gazing eyes. So there's a there's a StalloneShop.com. Hold on, wait. I just had an idea for sheets. I'm going to let you finish. <laughs> but I just had an idea for sheets. Okay, so in every JCVD movie, you see his groin a lot. Like, there's a lot of pelvis action. There's, like, him doing splits. There is him, like, being, you know, booty naked. Like, all kinds of stuff. Camera likes the groin. Well, what if... Okay, this would sell. But what if... There were sheets that were just him doing the splits. <laughs> so when you got in, you could lay within his loins and feel so, so safe. So wait a minute. If you're uh-huh. laying in bed uh-huh. with the sheet up to your neck, is his foot on your neck and his other foot is at your feet? Or is he going across your groin so no. that his groin is your groin? No, this is a better idea because I was just thinking of the fitted sheet. I haven't even considered oh, the you're flat on top, sheet. Oh, you're on top of right. him. Right, yeah. So you're actually groin to groin to groin because if you're stacked... You're in a JCVD split sandwich now. <laughs> okay. So flat sheet, yep. your body fitted. Uh, I'm gonna. No, so I'm gonna need sheet, to consult my physician in four hours. Why? Because <laughs> if, if this doesn't go away within four hours, you have to consult a physician. <laughs> uh, what I was. So you're for it. <laughs> what I was gonna say is that there's a StalloneShop.com. I don't know why there's not a JCVDShop.com. There is. There's an Instagram account called JCVD Shop. Is there? Yeah. Excellent. Okay, we need to buy some merch. Um, okay, <laughs> so this movie starts off with the Lions Gate and then the Canon uh, logos. So you know, off the uh, off the <laughs> jump, this is gonna be a good fucking time. Uh, anything Canon films is either good, bad, or good, bad. <laughs> there's, it's there's no good ones and there's no all the way bad ones. They that, are early and effective purveyors of good, bad. Yeah, they, they directly contribute to good bad. It's not always in a good way. They didn't know it either. <laughs> they they were they thought they were making masterpieces over there. They they knew they were making money. Whether they thought they were making masterpieces or not, we're not sure. But they knew they were making money, and uh, we watched a vestige of that yesterday, and everyone likes it. So so we get uh, dropped into a kickboxing fight. Obviously, the name would imply that right in right at the at the get go. Yeah. Van Dam is the corner man for his brother, who has an amazing athletic sport mullet, oh, a curly I, wet sport oh, mullet. I hate it. <laughs> uh, I hate a it. A glistening Jerry curl mullet. Oh, I and, hate it so much. And uh, shiny purple lightning pants. Yeah. So he was a. Uh, Full on panted. Really interesting. Well, kickboxing as a sport is usually takes place in full pants. Why? Uh, I don't know. It's just the style. Hmm. Um, it's just the full pants, American, but no shirt. American kickboxing. So like the opposite of Donald Duck. It's 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 a it's a relative of karate. Yeah. And karate's in full pants. Yeah. Right. But you gotta wear a top too. So. Cause you're proper. <laughs> so is this the improper cousin down the way? Yeah. That's what kickboxing yeah. is too, right? <laughs> yeah. the, the, the announcers chime in. I don't know if you've noticed this. Like, you hear the announcers in this fight one time and one time only where the commentator says, he definitely is the eliminator. End of commentary for this fight. Yeah. That's it. That's yeah. the whole commentary. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, this fight was pretty lackluster. He wins the fight easily. Uh-huh. He's a cocky son of a bitch. So cocky. I think it's the mullet. It's the mullet mustache combo. Oh God! <laughs> Which you know someone's a badass if they have a mullet and mustache to go with their shiny purple pants. I did not care for that look. <laughs> and then we get our first montage. 
Yeah. We get our first montage. You're not even five minutes into the movie. You're probably not even two minutes into the movie, and they already have to condense it into a montage. We get Van Damme in his amazing denim sleeveless <laughs> jacket uh, and his brother going to Thailand because a reporter challenged him. Okay, hold on. The reporter didn't challenge him. He said something so dumb. I actually wrote it down because it was that dumb. The reporter says, so uh, Eric the Eliminator comes out of the ring after winning. And of course, his reporter is just like clamoring to interview him right away. Like as he's still just sitting the stairs. And one of them says, with not a lick of acting experience, what about Thailand? I understand kickboxing was invented there and they're the best at it. That is... That, that was a professional sports journalist's comment. Yeah, you're you are, are you kidding me. Your job is to be a journalist of kickboxing. You just now heard this. I've heard. Have you heard this? <laughs> yeah, and the the champion Did of the world know? is also this is new information to him as well. Oh, really? And he's and he's like, all right, yeah, let's do it. But he's he's game. He might not be all that bright, but at least he's game. Like, all right, let's do this. He immediately yep. goes to Thailand. Yeah, they not go not Taiwan like he thought. Straight to the red light district. <laughs> yeah, they get they first they take the boat through the like flower market that's yeah. on the river. And then it it lets you off in the red light district. Yep. There's the the jelly room. Oh boy, jugs uh, bar. <laughs> the jugs bar. Pussy alive. <laughs> Ugh. Yeah, gross. Yeah. Uh. So so they go they go straight to there, and then and then it's time to train, right? And as they're walking to the the spot where they're gonna train, the two brothers, they're having this. Just heavy, heavy exposition conversation Jeez. about, well, well, we complain often about why has no one mentioned his accent? Why has no one talked about that Arnold's huge? So they address it uh -huh. and they go, he goes, man, you sure had it easy growing up in Europe with mom. Uh-huh. People don't speak this way. Yep. And, he, and he's like, well, you didn't have it much better with dad in America. <laughs> no, we know. Explained. <laughs> Explained. This is why this man sounds the way that he sounds. This is, this is like fifth grade level script writing. And, and they would have, he would explain this like two more times in uh -huh. the movie. They really, really hammer home. I know he doesn't sound American, but I swear to God he is. <laughs> yeah. They, they wanted you to make sure that you knew he was American and from the States and even without hearing him speak no even after hearing him speak other people knew he was american you you what? said at one point in the movie you go in what way is he american and i said well just look at him <laughs> clearly he's american yeah, right. <laughs> well, well, oh yeah when sian um approaches him when he traps him and then jcvd responds to him with a thick belgian accent and then Sion's like something about how his head is swollen like an American and yeah, how yeah. like I don't want any Americans here. Like, wait, hold on. He <laughs> You can tell what? by looking at him he's American. No. Yeah. Carry on. So so they're they're they start their training if you if you wanna call it that. Uh this training lasts less than one minute. Four kicks. They they do four or five kicks. Van Dan does some quote tip tap shit. Uh, which uh, Eric is not happy about, and end of training. The, right. the, so no wonder he gets his fucking ass handed to him by Tong Po. His training regimen includes walking out to a park and throwing five kicks and uh -huh. calling it a day. Yep. He's not good. I'm too good for training. Did you know? <laughs> the the mullet mustache combo is not going to make up for your lack of training, sir. Yeah, he really let the, the wind go to his head. Yeah. 
<laughs> blow through his mullet. Fuck. So they show up to the to the venue to the fight, and they are Kurt. Uh, Kurt is blown away by what he's seeing. So to get technical on you, mm-hmm. if you're not a fight fan, get that off of me. Kickboxing <laughs> and Muay Thai are not the same thing, right? Yes. Mu- Muay Thai translates to to eight points, meaning knees and elbows in addition to feet and fists, right? Mm-hmm. Kickboxing is just boxing where you can kick. So they get there and and Van Dam cannot believe what he's seeing in the ring. He is just he is just dumbfounded by the fact that they're throwing knees and elbows. Mm. And rather than tell his brother, "Oh, in the rules here, <laughs> you can use knees and elbows." He goes, "It's different. It's just way different." And the brother's like, "Ah, fuck off. Nobody can beat me." <laughs> Man, this argument went on for so long. I don't think you should fight. Nah, I'm going to fight. Okay, but I really don't think you should fight. Yeah, but I'm going to fight. Okay, but I really, I just, I really <laughs> don't think the, you should fight. The problem was he didn't have any goddamn ice. <laughs> he goes, he ice. where's the goddamn ice in this place? Yeah. I don't know why that made me laugh. And so he sends Van Damme to go get ice. And when he leaves, he finds Tong Po. Mm-hmm. We have to talk about Tong Po, just his appearance and who he is and just yeah. in general. And Van Damme finds him kicking the shit out of a pillar. Uh-huh. Not a pillow for those of you in the South. <laughs> and the the plaster was falling down like this. <laughs> and Tong Po sees Van Damme watching him and then puts on a performance for him where he like growls at him like a tiger <laughs> and scares him off. He is legitimately terrifying. Okay, my I whole life him. my whole life I've been terrified of Tong Po based oh. on his like face. Right and his like his they make him look thirty feet tall in this movie. Yeah, they've got they've got camera shots from the ankle <laughs> to look up at him. Then I found out that this actor, whose name is Michael Kissy, and he is a Moroccan Belgian actor, and his his face is a prosthetic. Oh, he's not Asian at all. And you've seen him. Wondering about you've seen that. him in another movie. He's yes. the dark skinned guy that gets his leg broken in Bloodsport. I see. The guy that that uh, uh, Chong Lee breaks his leg. Okay. He's a he's actually a very like kind looking man. Wow. Like he looks very friendly like in his face, and they put a prosthetic on him that made him the ah. scariest bad guy of my childhood. It, well, they did a great job. It's it's a really good prosthetic for the time, yeah. and yeah. it's super effective. Yeah. He also there's a mistake in the credits <gasps> where he's listed as Tong Po. I saw that in the credits. Yeah. So. A generation of people doesn't give the actor Michael Kissy credit, right? Because they thought um Tong Po was a real man. Well, okay, I did too. <laughs> well, the way that you and uh, Jack talk about him, I you guys talk about him like as if he's a real person, and I thought he was a real person, and I was like, wow. This is a famous celebrity fighter he's, from another land. He's real to me, what, damn it. This is what he goes by. <laughs> oh, so, wow. okay. so they start the fight and there's live music being played. Yes, there's like a small a small band of children playing traditional-ish music. Which is really impressive because they're doing like the music isn't jazz, but they're live performing it in the way that jazz is performed where the worse the ass whooping gets, <laughs> the faster they start playing. Yeah, I liked it. And I was like, it was super impressed. Yeah. I want to go to a Muay Thai fight in Thailand. Just, I'll be turned around backwards watching the band. <laughs> <laughs> Things get more intense. Music <laughs> intensifies. <laughs> 
Um, and his brother just gets his ass absolutely handed to him. Handed. Uh, and uh, uh, Van Damme throws it in the towel. Yep. Tongpo kicks the towel out of the ring. Fuck, Get that shit out of here. Fuck your towel. That's not how it works around here. Yep. And then Van Damme has your classic 80s actor. No! It's <laughs> so good. His attempt at acting in this movie are amazing. It's so endearing. Yeah, it oh is. Oh my god, it is. Young Van Damme was trying so hard. I know, you You just, you want him to succeed. Yeah, young Van Damme wanted to be an action star and win Oscars. Yes. He he was trying so fucking hard Get in this movie. Get on him! Yeah, for real. <laughs> Get on him! For real. Uh, they they tear up the brother's belt and they put his carcass on a on a gurney. You're not gonna mention the backbreaker? Oh yeah, did he do? He did a he did a elbow drop right on the spine. Uh, Donezo paralyze him, and then they just throw his lifeless carcass out in the street. Yeah, Freddie Lee, the like main bad guy who has like two speaking lines in the movie that are both dubbed, uh, <laughs> gives like a hand signal to the goons, and the goons know automatically. Yep, that means throw him in the street. Evidently, this happens often. Yeah, um, brutal out there. And uh, uh, luckily, Taylor who's an American Vietnam vet, uh-huh. happened to be on hand. Yep. Uh, and he comes and helps, kick, kicks the women out of his truck. Like, Dude, this whole movie, <laughs> if you're a female in this movie, you're either selling a flower or you're a hooker. Yeah, the it's end. not. Wasn't, That's it. Wasn't a good time to be a female in action movies in the 80s. No, it wasn't. Yeah, like, not... you're, you're here to serve. You females are here for our service and entertainment. The yeah. end. The, I think there is a place for movies that are 100% t- testosterone-driven. That doesn't mean that you also have to just mistreat the female sex in in the movie right? right you don't have to do that right no like this is this is a, a place where women are not just like one class below men they're like three or four class below men yeah they're, they're they just disposable. don't they don't matter at no. all he t- he goes these bitches can't get enough of my stuff yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh my god and so, we're still laughing at it. Oh, they take, God. they laughing take, at it. To be clear, not with it. They take the brother to the hospital. The doctor tells Van Dam in a in a masterful acting scene that his brother will never walk again. And Van Dam's response is to physically threaten the doctor into getting him to walk again. Yeah, you make ma- him. You make him walk again, or I am gonna splits kick you in the nuts. Hey, that's how you get shit done. <laughs> oh, by the way, he couldn't do splits kits yet. Oh yeah, he wasn't. He wasn't. He a wasn't stretched. Guy. Out yeah, he, he didn't was, go through the, the bondage machine. <laughs> well, I mean, one year prior, he did go through the bondage machine and blood sport, but that's neither here nor there. Uh, and uh, and then he has like the scene with Taylor where he's te- <laughs> he's telling he's telling Taylor, "I'm gonna get Tong Po," and he's like, "You ain't good enough." And I'm like, "How the, how could you possibly know that? Like, you've never seen him fight. He's just assuming that because he's American or because his brother sucked, that he must suck." I was I was guessing that he was assuming that. Nobody is good enough. Okay, so don't I guess bother. That's fair. I guess like, that's fair. I wouldn't fuck with Tong Po. I like in a in a if you wanna... took if you took the real fighters in the world and put them in a the fictional setting, I wouldn't tell Brock Lesnar to fuck with Tong Po. I want to have brunch with Tong Po. No, I want to sit and like you know just have some nice like peanut butter jelly toast. I don't think that like he's gonna sit quietly with you. Do you remember the part where he raped? Uh, okay, we're gonna get to that. <laughs> I won't allow you. You're not good enough to have brunch with Tong Po. Because <laughs> I'm American? 
yes. Oh boy, this guy's so, twisted. Too. So then there's a sad montage. Yes. Uh, so where he actually is walking through the streets of Siam, but it's a different song. Uh, oh, JCVD tried some crying. Yeah, he, he has, attempted some crying. He oh, has sad, boy. sad face, yes. and he's he's just staring at the Buddha uh, temples. And <laughs> I wrote this down as a sad tour of Thailand. <laughs> yeah, uh, and then um, and then and the song is completely on the nose. The song is talking about like alone in a land you're not from, and like the the song is describing exactly what is happening. Uh-huh. It, it's like from South Park. <laughs> it's describing exactly what's happening, except it does not address another bad decision in pants in this movie. Oh, the front pleat it, pants. His outfits in oh. this movie are chef's kiss. His high-waisted, tight belt pants that are front pleated. Oh, God. <laughs> and his, his button-up shirts. Which is so baggy. Where his pants are up to the bottom of the pockets on the front. Uh-huh. It is so good. It's... And he's got he's got a bright red one. He's yep. got a faux military one. He's got denim on denim on denim. Yeah. His he's out... got shirts with front pleats. His outfits are exceptional in this movie. We'll get to what he's wearing in the bar scene. Yep. Um, we'll talk about that when we get there. We'll but get to his training his, duds. His, his outfits are unreal yep. in this movie. Hilarious. Uh, so yeah, he's got his bright red shirt on when he goes into the Muay Thai training gym and says, I want to fight Tong Po. And they just take one look at him and laugh him out of the building. Yeah, they the, and, the boys jeer him out. And I was like, I think it's because he's... American, but uh, it might be because of this shirt. <laughs> it might be this red shirt. I'm not sure. Um, so he he finds Taylor. Taylor mm-hmm. finds him, and he's like, "I might know a guy that can train you." And he's like, "Take me there now." And Taylor's like, "Now, fuck now. We're drinking now." And yeah. he takes him to the titty bar because Taylor has a problem. I guess yep. he's like the guy from Showgirls. He has a pussy problem. Yeah, he does. <laughs> well, I don't see which bar they went to. Was it Pussy Alive Jugs Bar? Well, he asked him if he wanted to go to Pink Pussy or Kitten Candy Club. Oh God. <laughs> I don't know which one they chose, Kitten... but those were the options. Okay, Kitten Candy Club. Yeah. That's not legal in the in the lower nope. forty eight. <laughs> That's not a thing you can do here. <laughs> Forty-eight. Yep. Yeah, yeah uh, those were uh-uh. the options. I'm not sure which one they chose, Mm-mm. but that's where well, they went. Well, those those ladies there in that bar um, were not super young, so was not Kitten Candy Club. And there was they like a there was like a knockoff version of Pat Benatar playing when they went in there. Um, and uh, that you get more exposition here. Van Dam Van Dam is pounding Perrier yeah, at, at a dangerous rate. He's got twelve in. You can't drink more than one Perrier. Like, you can't physically do it. Yeah, but he's American, so he can. <laughs> uh, Taylor is drinking alcohol, and then he explains to him that, he, like, some bad shit went down in Vietnam, and he didn't want to go home, and so he stuck around, which is basically Rambo's exact storyline. Uh-huh. Uh, and uh, there was, like, this really vague subplot here that I didn't quite get, where whatever it was that Taylor was explaining to him had happened in Vietnam. Later on in the movie, Van Damme threw it in his face Mm. and was like, well, you already did it once before. And Taylor had like a fuck you reaction before Mm. he went and saved the brother. And that was all of that was like, I don't I don't really know what that was between them. I didn't I wasn't necessarily paying attention to Taylor's Vietnam story (laughs) because it's irrelevant to this movie. 
But he does take him to the trainer. What's the trainer's name? Uh, Sian. 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 So he takes him to Sian, who is basically Yoda mixed with Mr. Miyagi. Yeah, I liked it. He's like, they, 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 that had to have been written down on a piece of paper somewhere at Canon Films. (laughs) It was like, just mix Yoda and Mr. Miyagi together. He catches Van Damme in a, in a snare. (laughs) <laughs> an american snare a snare for americans only his his whole casual demeanor of like like no i have to eat first and like yeah i don't want to cut you down because i don't know who you are is it's really like endearing and amusing that is what the older brother was going for by having his mullet and mustache was just like cocky confidence of i don't give a damn but this fellow cn didn't need that curly yeah. mullet he just had it. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's it's like, you know, the uh, insecurities are loud uh-huh. thing, right? Like, yeah, if you if you have purple pants with a lightning bolt and a greasy mullet and a mustache and you go, you go like, nobody's better things. than me all the, all the time. <laughs> we don't believe you. That's why you got your ass kicked by Tong Po. And that's why everyone's afraid of CN. Like, Freddie Lee doesn't even want to fuck with CN. No. Like, nobody wants to fuck with CN. He goes, is, are you a good fighter? And Van Damme's like, yeah, I'm good. And he's like, you have good defense? And Van Damme's like, yeah, I have good defense. And then he jumps up in the air, stays there for a full minute, yeah. and throws a hundred kicks at Van Damme, and he it. doesn't see one of them coming. <laughs> I liked it. He's he's a Jedi, for are you, sure. Are you saying I have to get rid of my purple pants with lightning bolts? Or no, just... you, you need more. <laughs> yes! I have so many Zubas already. So he sends Van Damme to the grocery store? To the market? Yeah, to the market. Van Damme stops to play with the kids because uh-huh. he's the good guy. Yes. Like, they hammer he's it. He's a friendly fellow. They hammer it home that he's the good guy. Clean-shaven like, American. At every instance, they're like, this is a white meat baby face good guy. White meat. <laughs> <laughs> he's a white hat. Uh, and then the white bad guys meat. show up. Oh, yes. And you could tell because the kids take one look at him and run away. Right. And then the they, they try to rob the niece's store. Mm-hmm. Which would have been like what fifty bucks? Van Dam causes a thousand dollars in damage. Yeah. By picking them up on his shoulders and doing a airplane spin and throwing them into the apples. Yeah, like. he knocked. There's eggs everywhere. Like she's obviously got the one store that's providing for this entire village. She's like the one stop shop. She's yeah. the whole market. She's the general store. He destroys. Not only her shop, but food for the village. Yeah. And then she gets mad at him, and he takes his little bag of groceries and is like, uh. Peace out. Right. <laughs> Bye. And he dips out. What a prick. <laughs> Did you notice also that the his he was wearing his faux military, blue faux military shirt yes. in this scene? And it was like damp from sweat or humidity or yeah. whatever. And the amount of wetness was changing. Yes so much from shot yes. to shot like a little wet super soaked somewhere right. in the middle every time you'd see him it would change yeah it was like top wet shoulders wet side yeah. wet yeah like yeah. maybe don't put somebody in dark colors Damn. if uh put 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 the red shirt back on yep so he, he comes back and now the training can begin uh he's got like breathing techniques and coconuts getting dropped on him oh i I made a list of what the training is oh let's yeah let's have it number one tai chi okay yeah number two breath training number three bird watching (laughs) number four coconut drop number five run from dog yeah so he has to wear his tattered rags okay these shorts (laughs) these shorts somebody (laughs) 
somebody in, I can't remember what it's called in wardrobe when they have to go and make it, like, crafts or whatever, well, they were tasked with make some tattered shorts for him, so they took some scissors and thought about, what would I do for Halloween costume? Well, I would cut some tatters in these shorts in large zigzag patterns. Perfectly symmetrical zigzag tears. Do you remember when you were young? Well, even today, if you go and buy, like, the cheapest Halloween costume at the store... It's a sheet that you put over your head, and it's black. If it's, like, a bad guy, and it's a it's a white sheet if it's a ghost. And they all have these big, like, triangle zigzag cutouts yeah, at yeah. the bottom. The the scream ghost. Right. Yeah. That's what this was. Yeah. The Same t- person. Perfectly triangular, perfectly symmetrical, tattered short shorts. It was so goofy. Because he's got great quads. So you gotta, you gotta show those off. Yeah, did they, like, did somebody look at the shorts and they're like, mm, we need to show off more quads. And instead of just cutting the shorts shorter, they're like, cut those tatters tatterier. <laughs> tatterier. Yeah. Uh, so they have dinner with the niece. And then there is a scene where he walks her out. And it's so romantic. They have the, their, their mile pace uh-huh. is four days to complete a mile. This is the slowest uh-huh. walk so that they can get all this exposition in before the end of the driveway. Yeah. Where he is explaining again, I grew up in Europe, but my brother grew up in America. Oh. Like, we, okay, you're Belgian. We're over it. Move on. Like, <laughs> and then his explanation of his life and this slow walk was romantic enough for them to kiss. I Okay, I was wondering about that too, because just yesterday, she he destroyed her store threatened her very livelihood by fucking up the arrangement that she has with Freddie Lee. And now today she's like romantic walking with him and getting herself in a position where he's going to kiss her. And she's like a little hesitant, but yeah, it's it, fine. Yeah. Yeah, now she's falling for this homie, like real, for real. Nuh-uh. So then you get another training montage where now they're in the ancient ruins. That was cool. Uh, and there's like flaming sticks um, I think there, I think there was flaming sticks at this point. There's like, uh, um, uh, the, the, the splits pulley gets introduced here. Okay. Can we talk about the splits pulley? Yeah. Can we talk about the foley for that? Because the sounds, the sounds of like, it was <laughs> either, tears. yeah, it was like groin tears and wet ropes yeah. and leather being pulled and snapped and all of this with like close ups on his groins being stretched out. That was... That was, that was, that's, Van that's the moment of the movie. Van Damme's crotch is the highlight of the late 80s and early 90s. Back then, <laughs> did they have to wax it or shave it? Uh, I thing. don't know. Maybe, maybe it was like secret wax where you didn't tell people about it because that would be like unmanly. unmanly. So, so, but like his, a Flex. camera zoomed in on his crotch for nearly a decade. <laughs> <laughs> Nearly a decade of a camera pointed right at his nether regions. Yeah. I'm not argu- I'm not mad about it. That's what the people, <laughs> I'm That's not what mad the about people it. wanted. This is this was the basis of my childhood. So we are getting those sheets. Yeah, then. absolutely. Um and then and then you have the like pads that, that uh-huh. uh Sienna's pointing at, kick here, 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 and here, uh-huh. and he can't reach the top one. So he's gotta stretch his groin even more. <laughs> and the and the underwater flute. Part. Okay. Also bothered me because what? here you have CN playing like playing his flute, yeah. which is just him holding up a flute, and there's a guy somewhere else off camera with his keyboard, 
playing flute sound, playing like 90s flute sound with a bend in it. It's epic. I didn't like it. I don't care what you say. It. That is that is hard training right there. Muhammad Ali trained underwater. Well, I'm not even talking about the water part. I'm talking about the dumb flute part. I will not hear a bad word about Paul okay. Hartzog's music in this movie. Okay, hold on. I just had another good idea for a product at JCVD store, which we're not endorsing, but maybe <laughs> they should send us money. Okay, underwater scene, he's in this, like, he's in this just out in the middle of nowhere tub of water. He was in the well. It was like a square well for some reason. <laughs> anyway, well, he was in there training. Okay, so, concept. There should be a novelty ice cube with tiny JCVDs training in them, so that way you can put them in your glass. In your drink. In your scotch. You have JCVD doing his underwater you, you need wide. Training. You need wide scotch glasses, because they're doing the splits, these, I- <laughs> these ices. <laughs> this would be amazing. He's, uh, he's also got to kick the palm tree, yeah. which he watched Tong Po kick a pillar, uh-huh. right? So he knows this can be done, but he's being a total bitch about it. He's kicking the tree. He's like, ow, my leg. Man, I don't want to do it. I liked I liked when the tree won and he held up, when CN held up the tree's um, branch. C- tree victory. CN in the ranking of, um, what do you call this attitude that he has? It's the same attitude that Bruce Leroy's trainer had. It's the same attitude that like Yoda has. This like, this like. Supreme confidence. Yeah, Calm just like mock, but like also mocking of the person that they're training most yeah, of the time. That's a good question. Like, I'm more confident to think he, about. He, this guy, Sienna, ranks highly in these, these cliche trainers. Yeah. Um, he's, he's really funny. Yeah, he's like, he's like, take your shit and get the fuck off my property. And Kurt's like, what do you mean? Wait. And he's like, remember your brother who, who they just put a cut in of him at the hospital with 30 seconds ago. Yep. And Van Damme's like, oh yeah, I remember. And he <laughs> kicks the living shit out of the palm tree until it falls down. And now you know that he's ready and that, that the fight can begin. And then there's another training montage. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the bar one? Yeah. Oh, he takes him to the bar to get slizzard. No, there's a training montage and then the bar. Oh, I missed like that. The, so th- there's... There are, I took a tally, one, two, three, four, five. There are six montages total in this That's movie. That's it? Yeah. Surprising. Yeah. Huh. Uh, and I think four of those are training. Okay. I think four of them are training. So now he takes him to the bar. And this is the most iconic scene in this movie. This is the scene that, that people will like recall if you just bring up this movie randomly at it a is, party. This scene is currently in my Instagram story at Danielle Cast. <laughs> Danielle Cast. He, he takes him to the bar. Instagram at Danielle Cass. Sorry. He, Go see it. He, he takes him to the bar. <laughs> I just, I'm really excited to get to what he's wearing. <laughs> he's wearing a tank top uh-huh. that in the front is suspender buckles. Overall clips. Yeah. And down the middle is a zipper. And in the back? And in the back is also like a... a it's a racer back. Like, yeah. What do you call the like, what'd you call it? It's a, so it's a racer back cut. But it has one of those sliding buckles. Like yeah, like a, a slight... On a, on a bra strap. There, there's sliding buckles on the back of his shoulders and overall clips on the front of his shoulders. Do you know what I call these? What? Sex overalls. <laughs> this he's, movie is so bondagey. He's got his sex overalls on and, <laughs> and his his nipple-high front-pleated beige pants. Oh my god, yep. <laughs> and cowboy boots. 
Really? Yeah. I didn't know. Yeah, he's that. wearing black cowboy boots. Oh, but they were rounded toe. I remember his shoes looked really odd. I didn't realize they were cowboy boots. He, maybe in this scene he wasn't wearing them, but he was his his non-fighting shoe was cowboy boots earlier in the movie. Oh right, so you could tell he's American. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. Got his it. outfit is unfucking real. Yeah. Uh, so he gets him good and drunk, like super Slizzard. drunk, and then he's got a dance. Uh-huh. The dance is iconic. The dance is like all-time Hollywood stuff. Mm. The dance should be on the Hollywood Walk of Fame by itself. It should be in the Smithsonian. Is this where Elaine got her idea for white person dancing? <laughs> so my question is, at the time, was it supposed to be bad? Or in the year 1989 or 90, was this considered good dancing? I think Van Damme is under the impression that he is a good dancer because he is confidently willing to dance. Oh, and cute. in my opinion, that goes for everyone because dancing is completely up to the eye of the beholder, uh-huh. right? So everyone who's just willing to confidently dance without being like laughed at is sexy. Is it's all the same to me. So <laughs> is his dancing good? Absolutely not. <laughs> Absolutely not. But he does it with confidence, so it's fine. <laughs> it's really funny. It's really I can't I can't tell like if I'm trying to look at it through the lens of 1990 versus today. Plus we know he's drunk. Plus we know he's American. Plus he's in a different country. Like I can't I can't tell if they were trying to make this a funny scene or a a sexy scene. The amount or... of clapping that I he does tell. as a dance move. Oh, oh yeah, the like three and a half <laughs> beat clap. Like, offbeat from anything, just randomly, like, clap signifies I just started or finished a move. The splits, stand up, butt wiggle. Splits, stand up, butt wiggle. I was rock hard. I don't know about you. (laughs) (laughs) You should get that checked. We watched this movie last night. (laughs) The the best part about it, too, is that CN walks over to the jukebox... (laughs) He hits, you know, G7, and Paul Herzog comes on. <laughs> in, in canon film, the only thing in the jukebox is Paul Herzog or Stan Bush, one of the two. It has to be one of those two guys. Um, and then he goes around and he talks into the ear of all the patrons of the bar, and they all get mad, and they go to fight Van Damme, and he drunkenly... I don't even know what's happening. Kicks the shit out of every single one of From them. From the splits position. From on the, the floor. splits position. Yeah, this was the test. If you can beat up five guys drunk, yep. then you can fight Tom Poe. Yeah. Right. Um, so this was a very risky move, by the way, because this was Freddie Lee's cronies and his fighters in there that he brought him into and got him wasted. He has never seen this fellow wasted. All we've ever seen as a viewer is that. Uh, when presented the chance to drink, he'll knock back a bunch of Perrier's because he's American. <laughs> so, CN was testing him and showing him off to Freddie Lee and uh-huh. pissing Freddie Lee off to uh-huh. goat him into signing him for the fight. Genius move, in my opinion. Uh-huh. That's expert promotion. He's a great manager. I don't know how I don't know how much money he's taking, <laughs> but if it's ten percent somewhere around there, then he's a they're a perfect manager. Um, so they he has his first like professional real in ring fight and they the crowd uh, dubs him Noxu Cow which means white warrior yes uh, which is 
epic. Um, Eric gets out of the hospital. That sort of doesn't matter. Um, he just shows up and he's immediately a prick. This guy is, like, unlikable. Yeah, he, I don't like him. He, like, the American, or I would say the 90s version of cool guys were just straight up assholes. Most of the time. Yeah, so most awful. of the time. So, okay, so he's had his drunk test fight. He's had his real in-ring fight. He got dubbed Noxu Cow. It is time to fight Tong Po. Training montage number three. <laughs> <laughs> so so this time he's in the the uh, the, the ruins, the temples. Man, so cool. And he he has been instructed from CN to to listen when you're there. Like just listen, like with your heart, right? And he does that and he starts hearing the music, the score of the movie change. He can hear what we can hear. Where the, where, where the score of the of the movie is getting weird and he can hear it. Because yes. he's like Deadpool evidently and he's aware that he's in a movie, I guess. <laughs> um, he gets done training and a sweaty man in the jungle takes advantage from a woman picking flowers. Sensual post-training thunderstorm is what I wrote down. <laughs> I was for it. She was for it. Yeah. Um, and then uh, Eric explains to him that he doesn't want him to fight because he's just a jealous prick. Yep. Um, and uh, the the uh, ancient garbed messenger shows up mm-hmm. to let them know that this is going to be under ancient rules, which means hands dipped in glass. At this point, the movie changed. Yeah, it turns into a completely a different lot. movie. It turns into a completely different Shit movie. It's real. So the messenger shows up, tells him about the ancient stipulation. The stakes are raised. Time to fight. Yes. Training montage number four. <laughs> like, up until this point, you could watch this movie with, like, your 11-year-old cousin. Yeah. No problem. Yeah. The, but, like, they every time they set you up for the fight about to happen, mm-hmm. there's another training montage. Yes. This dude is overtrained. Like, you can you can train too much for a fight. <laughs> yeah. Eight-week training camp is usually about right. Get your weight to where you need it. Get sharp. Yeah. Not be, you know, too beat up. This motherfucker has been training for three months because yeah. that's how long it took his brother to get out of the hospital. Right. And then he continued to train Extra after that. Train. He is so freaking trained um freddie lee has his first speaking scene here where he goes to talk to not making this up he goes to talk to mr warlord was this was yeah that was this character's name he freddie lee addresses this guy as mr warlord they're both of their lines are dubbed over oh the at the swimming pool yeah the kingpin guy Uh, his name is Mr. Warlock. Oh, boy. <laughs> they go, they go, uh, and he, he says, like, uh, I got this fight with Tong Po. I'm going to put all the money on him. Like, I'm going to I'm gonna rig it and put all the money on him. Yeah. And Mr. Warlord's like, zang. <laughs> 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 let's, let's do this. Uh, they kidnap and rape the niece. Jesus. Okay. That just happened. Like, yeah. They, I feel like they that filmed that. That went by real quick. That was really awkward, and I thought totally unnecessary. Totally like, unnecessary. Totally unnecessary. But because we recently covered Showgirls, I was actually just relieved that they didn't make us like watch it. Yeah, and that's an awful context to come Be- from. It was unnecessary, but it didn't drag the entertainment of the movie down. It definitely changed the tone of the movie. It changed the tone, but it wasn't like... Like in Showgirls, it becomes unwatchable from that point forward. This was like, well, there's still a fight coming. Like it wasn't graphically like in your face disgusting in addition to being unnecessary, right? Um, So 
yeah, it was. Yeah, I, I wouldn't have written it into the movie, but it, it didn't necessarily change. There's a lot of other things you can you can do yeah. without there having to go all the way as far as a rape, yeah. which she then has to hide and like they reference it three times again after it, and it definitely has an impact on it. But I still don't think it was necessary. Like yeah. he could have just taken her hostage for a bit. Classic Hollywood move. Like, hey, I've got your, I've got your girl. You got to fight to get her back. She could have been the hostage rather than the brother. Yeah, like yeah. you don't need to do both things. Yeah, but it's I heavy, guess heavy handed. It's so heavy handed. Like he already broke the brother's back. And then kidnapped him also. Yeah. Like so, yeah, they kidnap him, stab the dog. Fucking stab the dog. Like they, they checked off all the shithead boxes. Oh yeah, no, they went through everything, which I, I get that. They're like, what's the maximum shithead stuff we can do while still keeping the, everyone They're alive? like, I don't think the audience wants to see Tong Po get his ass kicked quite bad enough. Oh Let's check off everything. Everything. <laughs> like, his face alone makes you want to see him get beat up. Well, like, from my, my experience with canon films is that they enjoy a good rape. They, ha- there's like unnecessary like tits and rapes going on in a lot of these movies it's a little alarming yeah it's it's alarming yeah it doesn't feel good um so (laughs) the the fight in the ancient temple this fucking temple or this fight arena whatever you want to call it there is it's like a uh indiana jones uh what do you call the location it's like statues of cobras so cool and torches everywhere they're in it the bottle smash torch they're in it they're in an octagon made of chain oh and like um sewn together leather hides for the floor yeah they're wearing they're wearing like hemp loincloths and they have hemp ropes for gloves yeah this is a location in the upcoming ufc game that's exciting which leads me to speculate that Van Damme might be a downloadable character in the new UFC oh, game, which in which case I will pay double the price for that game. <laughs> I swear, swear God, You're I will. You're gonna be selling a lot of JCPD ice cubes and sheets. <laughs> yeah. Um. Uh. They, yeah. So they they have the the stipulation of broken glass, right? So they break up a bunch of bottles with like a a hammer in this giant like trunk, and then they pick it up and mix it up, like. You can't have, shake, you can't, you don't shake, want just shake, one shake. color. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I like, well, I liked that there was something kind of ceremonial about it. Yeah. I liked, I liked that everything seemed like it was rooted in ceremony and this has been done over the ages and this is, this is the next step. And then the chest is opened and you have to face your opponent while they prepare their own resin broken glass gloves. Well, yeah, the, everything leading so up cool. to it was ceremonial, but then the fight started without ceremony. They just were already standing there, and then mm-hmm. it just started. Mm-hmm. It wasn't like you know, fighting out of the blue corner. None yeah. of that. None of that stuff. That's true. They they could have further driven up the suspense in that scene by preparing some sort of a speech or an explanation or like yeah. explaining the stakes or telling you how long the rounds were yeah, or so something like that. Freddie Lee explains to Van Damme like you have to get your ass kicked in every single round and make these people happier yeah. or I'm going to murder your brother. Yeah. Um so so for a while you're just watching Van Damme in a loincloth uh ass Kidding. out ass out ass um, turned over <laughs> weird weird angles just, like just up up the groin just raw button it all over Woo. this mat uh while his <laughs> <laughs> while his while his brother is captive <laughs> luckily though taylor slash rambo uh-huh. shows up in amazing fashion uh-huh Blows up the door with backlit smoke. Yeah. Uh, and and cigar in mouth. Yep. And just 
M16 with a grenade launcher <laughs> that creates magenta sparks. Yeah, it did. <laughs> he just blows up. He is he is pinpoint surgically accurate with a grenade launcher. Yes. And he blows up the specific people he wants to blows up, right. blow up. Blows up. Uh, he that him and uh, CN free the brother not before CN hooks a guy's nards with a <laughs> oh my god <laughs> with a giant hook retaliation that was fucked up man well he asked for it and then they show up Should've to the fight dick. and when yeah. they show up to the fight Van Dam's whole uh, motivation and demeanor changes yes. and it's fucking on and then you you stop checking off the boxes of dickhead bad guy and uh-huh. you start checking off the boxes of Van Damme's signature shit. Right. His signature Strikes. shit includes Spin doing kicks. the splits and hitting people in the groin. Uh-huh. Spinning kicks that repeat no no less than 3 times, no more than 8. Yes. <laughs> you have headbutts. You uh-huh. have suddenly he's facing away from his opponent and they attack him from behind and he sees it coming right. and hits him in the balls or back fist Blind or something. <laughs> uh, yeah, you have the Paul Herzog theme kicks up to 11. He's not allowed to blink. Yeah. No blinking. You also have tons of uh, face shaking and this this stuff. I will watch 90 minutes of the worst movie you've ever seen if I know it's going to end in five minutes of this stuff. Yeah. It, is, it is exhilarating no matter how many times I watch it, no uh-huh. matter how unrealistic uh-huh. it is. Uh-huh. I don't care. It's amazing. Uh-huh. I want to I would. I would have a 24-hour network of the fight scene of the end of a JCVD movie on a loop. I know you would. It is incredible. I, we might need to talk about this. <laughs> um, uh, Tong Po comes at him with the fire stick. Yeah. And gets spin kicked in his face for his troubles. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, uh, but hold on. So Tong Po's reach plus fire stick. It's like 50 feet long right there. It's still not longer than legs. <laughs> exactly. Legs that can do the splits. He comes and he does a spin kick and it's like... Kicks him in the face. He somehow gets past the flaming fire stick that's on the extended Tongpo giant's arm. <laughs> no I problem. I don't care if it was Kareem Abdul-Jabbar <laughs> from Game of Death coming at him with a fire stick. <laughs> Nothing has greater reach than Van Damme's kicks. Clearly, there's like 20 times in this in this fight where things just don't make sense from an inches and reach perspective. Irrelevant. Doesn't matter. Irrelevant. <laughs> he don't care. He uh, he he gives a he gives a Tongpo a super kick party right to his face <laughs> against a pillar. He's out for good. Leaves his foot in the air turns and pivots on one foot and gives freddie lee one for good luck which is freddie lee's entire punishment Question. for hang on for getting his brother kidnapped and paralyzed and for raping his girlfriend oh. his punishment is a kick to the face that's right and it works and that's enough that's good that's, enough they cut away that that's fine as long as he's out of the out of the the ring and bent over yeah victory <laughs> yeah and then stan bush who is the pinnacle of aspirational 80s music <laughs> never surrender kicks in credits question yeah i know you have a little bit of a boner right now so i'll give you a second to... <laughs> i'm a half mass <sighs> Jesus. <laughs> put, put that book of your groin please sir <laughs> trying to have a professional podcast here put my eighth grade history book yep uh question would you rather see tong po Naked? With... Oh, sorry. Jesus. <laughs> we might need to take a break here and give you a cold shower, sir. Oh, my God. Um, would you rather see Tong Po 
and uh, what's his name, Kurt? Kurt Sloan. Sloan, on the same tag team. Speaking of Super Kick Party, or would you rather see them on tag teams versus one another? Oh, I don't want to see them team up because Tong Po is like one of the most vile bad guys ever. So he's got to be teaming up with other bad guys. He he could team with Zeus. He oh. could team with uh, Shonuff. Actually, <laughs> yeah. him, him and Shonuff would be a fucking great that tag team. Oh, oh, oh. I want to see Tong Po and M. Bison yep. versus Guile and Kurt Sloan. Yeah. Yes. Be <laughs> that, because they're both American. Right. Because <laughs> they're both yes. American. American. Correct. Okay, we're going to take a quick break and then we're going to come back with some trivia and our awards. All right, we are back from the break. And, and a cold shower. And a cold shower. I am, I'm focused. My head's in the game. Um, I'm like Van Damme when his brother comes back. Are you I am, a little sleepy? <laughs> I'm ready to kick ass. Okay, uh, here's some trivia for Ooh, you. Okay. The brother, Eric, um, that actor's name is Dennis Alexio, and he actually was a world lightweight and cruiserweight kickboxing champion. I figured that because he was a very poor actor. Yeah, he is an atrocious actor, and uh, the belt that he was carrying around with one of his actual belts ah. that, that he won. Um, I don't know about the one that gets ripped, if yeah. it's a replica or what, mm. but... Uh, the scene where Van Damme ties the meat to his leg and runs away from the dog. <laughs> yeah. That was actually inspired by something that happened to Van Damme in his actual karate training where his teacher, when he was a kid, put him in one of those suits that you wear to get attacked by yeah. dogs and had him try to resist the pull of dogs without falling down. Wow. Which is... That's... Which is real life equivalent of every bit as insane as what happens in the movie yeah okay child in in that i'm in charge of watching to teach you karate <laughs> you're gonna get attacked by dogs make you today. a man today so so for van damme to make these movies where some of this wacky shit happens in his training uh -huh. it's not that far-fetched from stuff that he uh -huh. actually lived <laughs> like i mean obviously he didn't like put on a blindfold and serve dinner but why is it obvious like we don't know. <laughs> we don't know what goes on, but yeah. there clearly was a groin stretcher in his real life because that keeps coming up. Yeah, mm -hmm. um, yeah. Who who did who damaged him as a child and made him want to put all this bondage in his movies? I mean, um, okay, Michael Kissy, who plays Tong Po, because Tong Po's not a real person, like the credits would have you believe, was actually first cast as a technical advisor and a choreographer for the movie. Wow! And then he heard that they needed a tall oriental look with Muay Thai background for the villain and so he auditioned and got the part. Wow. Apparently he was so awesome that they were like just make him Asian. Like just put a face on him. Put a face on him. And, wow. And like we talked about earlier that prosthetic that he's wearing makes the character. Yeah it does. So that 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 worked out really well. It has like a separate forehead. Yeah. Like it has like when he looks mad then some of his, his uh, some of his forehead stays where it is, and some of it moves, and it's really effective. Well, also, if you just said, "Okay, let's watch movies from nineteen eighty nine, where actors are wearing face prosthetics <laughs> and see how they look," Ooh. you'd be like, "That's not gonna look good." No, you cannot tell in this movie that he's wearing a prosthetic not face. Really. You can't tell. You just think he's a hideous man. It's it's really effective. Well, it's and very and well we done. had watched the uh, UFC. Um, fight night right before we watched this movie and there was a couple of fighters who we commented on wow that guy's had a long career of getting punched in the face yep. you, a fighter's face looks this way yep. so so it, it's really believable it was, it was rough and well done yeah uh van damme choreographed all the fights in this movie which that's not necessarily trivia but it is it, impressive it's, it's, worth it's not surprising because i feel like 
when he choreographs fights, he also has control over what the camera is doing and the editing. Because there's always... 3,000 cuts of the same spin kick, it, and it's work. It works. Like, his it's his choreography and his edit of Bloodsport is why Bloodsport was successful. Mm-hmm. So why wouldn't they just let him keep doing that going forward, yeah. right? Um, Chuck Norris, who was, who was a Canon Films darling, was actually supposed to play Kurt Sloan initially oh, good. in this movie. I'm so, glad he wasn't. Um, yeah, it wouldn't, it wouldn't have been believable that he was a, a nobody who then learned how to fight. Right. right, like you, you'd be like, no, that's Chuck Norris. Yeah, and also he's not very American. <laughs> <laughs> so there's that. He would have been convincing people he was Belgian through the whole movie. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, the uh, the announcers who I mentioned at the beginning, who just make like one comment, those are the directors of the movie. Uh, they put themselves in just for that one crappy uh, why line. Not? And then not necessarily trivia, but just some statistics. This movie took fifty six days to shoot. That's it. Wow. It it cost anywhere wow. between one point five and two point seven million, depending on where you get the information from, and it made fifty. I believe it. So Good it for them. it made fifty times its budget. There's a lot of things about this movie I do like, and there's a handful of things about this movie that are yeah. really bad. Like it, like when you talk about star power, making fifty times the budget yeah. makes you you get to make bad movies for the next decade. Yep unchecked uh-huh <laughs> <laughs> unchecked yeah. <laughs> um okay let's get into our awards and let's start off with your bold statement which is basically like an opinionated stance on the movie yeah i've got a bold statement let's have it i need you to stop texting jcvd at eleven thirty at night listen, you gotta quit listen I'm baby done with listen that. baby he doesn't mean anything to me <laughs> you and him either need i don't to even know that guy <laughs> shack up or and let me off the hook or (laughs) something because i'm sick of this i'm tired of you trying to hide your text i'm over it that's my bold statement he doesn't mean anything to me um (laughs) uh, my bold statement is if you take the four classic van damme movies that fall into the category of tournament fighting or avenging a loved one via fighting right Uh he has four movies that essentially have the exact same plot which would be blood sport kickboxer lionheart and the quest okay they are they are virtually the same movie not a complaint i would put kickboxer fourth place out of those four and i fucking love this movie (laughs) i I adore this movie but out of those four movies it's the fourth best in my Mm. opinion and the quest is really really goofy this is just to set up for your announcement that we will be doing all jcvd movies on this podcast yeah stick around for the life of this show because we (laughs) will get to every van damme movie i swear to god i will (laughs) um but out of those four this is my fourth favorite if you take out the dancing scene this is actually a fairly generic movie like to be totally blunt um what is your worst line in this movie well i've already said it and it is what about thailand i understand kickboxing was invented there and they're the best at it yeah that's, quote from professional journalist question to eric the eliminator after his championship winning fight okay my worst line isn't actually a line it's a sound Whoa. it's a it's a noise okay. so so van damme goes off to get ice 
he sees Tong Po kicking a pillar. Uh-huh. It scares the shit out of him. He comes back into the dressing room. He tells his older, cooler brother, you can't fight this guy. He was kicking a fucking pillar. Eric's response to that is, yeah, but is he fast like me? And he starts throwing air punches and it makes this sound. <laughs> it is the fucking grossest thing I have ever yep. heard. He's so oiled up. That when he starts airboxing, it makes the grossest sound I've ever heard in my life. Yeah. It made me cringe. Like, yeah. whoa. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right. What's your best line? One day, that dog is going to believe in me. Ah, oh, you took mine. <laughs> yes. <laughs> He's so upset about Kiki, the dog, not... I don't know what he wants the dog to do, like stand up and clap. Yeah. I don't understand. I had a dream about this dog last night, by the way. Weird. This dog is wearing clothes and walking around on high legs and having opinions about things. Yeah. Because of JCVD's distress that the dog wasn't validating him. Yeah, I I, I was going to give it to that one too, so I'll go I'll go to my backup plan. Uh-huh. They're, they're standing outside the bar and Van Damme's drunk as fuck and he wants to know why the guys attacked him. And CN goes... I told them that you said that their mothers have sex with mules. And Van Damme goes, what? And he goes, oh, yes. Made them very angry. (laughs) (laughs) Also, we can't do a Van Damme movie without giving honorable mention to Uh Best Line to just the JCVD noises. His his face shaking. Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. His face shaking grunts. Yeah. All of them. They all get best line yeah, every good. time. Pretty amazing. Uh, who's, your, who's your worst performance? Eric the Eliminator, hands down. No question. God, he was terrible. Yeah, I mean, he's fun like, terrible. Great, great at fighting, but not good at acting. He's, Sorry, in, he's endearingly terrible, and I've seen this movie so many times that the lines are basically like music, right? <laughs> like when you just hear the cadence over and over again, but I can't not admit he's atrocious. I feel like <laughs> I, I don't... Like you said, this movie was made in 56 days. Yeah. I think they just brought him in. They're like, say these words. And he said, and they're like, good enough. Yeah, Moving exactly. On. Um, I'm going to give my worst performance to Freddie Lee because he, he he speaks sign language through this movie. He gives everyone hand signals, uh-huh. thumbs ups and fists. And like he speaks twice and it's dubbed over. He's the main bad guy in the movie yeah. who who is it communicates entirely with like his eyebrows and, and his right hand. Like, the main bad guy. Tong Po is the main bad guy. Tong Po is his crony. And he's the main bad guy. I mean, he's, he's the, not the boss He's the bad most guy. relevant bad guy, but the main bad guy in the hierarchy of power is Freddie Lee. But not in the movie. Yes. He's he, not the main bad guy in the movie. He's yes, a, he is. He's in charge of the main bad guy in the movie. We're saying the same thing. He's not the most okay. relevant, but he, he tells Tong Po what to do. That makes him the main bad guy. Disagree. <laughs> Get at us at the good bad show and let us know who the main bad guy in Kickboxer is. The the most important topic of 2020. Uh, who is your MVP? So, this one, there's so many options. There's a lot of options for the MVP, including that sincere hawk. <laughs> which we haven't discussed. <laughs> that hawk was very sincere. But I'm going to give my MVP to JCVD's quote-unquote, distressed jogging shorts. <laughs> the, 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 the tattery shorts. They were, um, they were trying so hard to do their job and be convincing to you that they were worn and tattered 
jogging shorts and yeah. they had a job to do <laughs> and I think that the wardrobe is a high low point of this movie or a low high point of this movie I don't know what it is it's absolutely good bad and these <laughs> are the peak of the wardrobe are they so, available on jcvdshop.com probably I'm surprised that you haven't bought some for me but I guess my butt doesn't match up to jcvds yet so we'll we're, get there we're gonna have to go to the to the neighboring town of where we live that is kind of a hippie town uh, and buy some hemp pants yeah. and then cut them into perfect Halloween triangles. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I guess that's it. Uh, the MVP award generally we give out to the person who is in these movies who thinks that they are going to win an award with their performance mm-hmm. and isn't aware that they're in a bad movie. Mm-hmm. I'm giving it to Taylor. Mm-hmm. Uh, Haskell V. Anderson III is this actor's name. This man thinks that this movie is oscar worthy he's so sincere he is so, so sincere. sincere so he has moments where it's like a, a somber exposition and he's acting his ass off then he has a moment where he becomes commando he becomes arnold schwarzenegger in commando mm-hmm. and he plays it up as though the world perceives him the same way we perceive arnold schwarzenegger and he busts through a door <laughs> like the world's biggest action star this is the last time we've ever heard of this man <laughs> But he he fucking gets an A for effort. Yeah, like yeah, that. That's basically what this award is: is the A for effort award. And this man crushes with the shorts. Uh, what's your unredeemable moment? JCPD's clothes, <laughs> his wardrobe. Oh my god, it's so ridiculous. It's terrible. It's there are pleats everywhere. There are <laughs> pleats everywhere. What is happening? I'm personally offended what? by your... Mo- but his clothes are amazing. His Because of his flexibility and because of his, his just like... Uh, I, I guess just his flexibility. The way that he walks, his gait, mm-hmm. his knees move outward from each other when he walks. And he has weird bad posture, which doesn't make sense. He's like a very curvy, hunchy spine. Uh, and when you combine that with the fact that his belt is around his chest, Aww. it is straight comedy. <laughs> it doesn't, yeah. Maybe he doesn't have bad posture. Maybe that shirt is just so puffy that it rounds him out in a way where, like, you can't tell he's been working on his core for decades. It's so good. I'm telling you, it's it's the most good, bad thing about this movie. Okay, There's been a lot of times on this show where, a handful of times on this show, where I comedically didn't write anything down for Unredeemable Moment as a joke that I love the movie so much. Uh This time around, I don't mean this as a joke. I wrote down a question mark. I couldn't find anything about this movie that stands out from the rest of it as something that you would point to to a non-fan and go, that's the dumb thing. You have nostalgia bias. Maybe. Maybe I do. I'm not going to deny that. But... I think this movie is across the board one tone of good bad with with not a glaring moment of like <laughs> that's fucking stupid. Oh boy. It's all basically the same level of stupid. Uh <laughs> like I I couldn't I could not pick out one exact moment <laughs> where I was like that's dumber than the rest of it. Wow, okay. Huh. <laughs> yeah, nostalgia bias. That's fine. That's the reason people listen to this show because they don't really want to hear us tear apart their favorite movies. Yeah. But it's interesting when we do and when we don't. Yeah. What's your favorite part of this movie? Um, It's when the brother is uh, about to fight Tong Po and JCVD tells him, I don't think you should fight this guy. He's really, he's really strong and powerful. <laughs> and he responds with, he responds with, but can he fight like me? 
and then flapping sound. <laughs> Yuck! So gross. <laughs> My favorite part. <laughs> he, his that's those those lines in that part are are repeatable and iconic. When when I put up the post that we were gonna do this. A couple of people had a back and forth on our Instagram where they were they were going back and forth repeating these lines. <laughs> he was kicking one of these and the plaster was falling down like this. <laughs> <laughs> um, I have several favorite parts. Okay. Streets of Siam. The, the montage, the oh song God. at yeah. the beginning, which is in combination with Van Damme's denim outfit. Like... His tan and his muscles and his denim outfit are hilariously awesome. <laughs> uh, the second training montage and the song that goes with it. Uh, Paul Herzog, big shout out to him like we always do. He is the sound of our show. <laughs> yeah, he really is. He is. And then obviously just the bar fight dance scene and outfit. <laughs> you show that to anyone and they're going to laugh. Yes. Like they're going to have a good time. I don't care who it is. Like show that to grandma. I don't care who you are. I don't, I don't care who you are. You show the bar scene and the dance and the outfit to anyone <laughs> and they're going to they're going to have a good fucking time. That that shit is amazing. <laughs> What's your better title? I don't have one. It doesn't need one. It's it is what it is. It's kickboxer. It's literal. It does the thing. You know what it means? My better title is blood sport <laughs> i feel like we're sort of in a consensus there we have, we have an agreement that it's uh it's fine yeah <laughs> what's your uh, verdict good bad or just this bad this is so good bad this is max good bad this is like demolition man good bad i i think i can't remember if it was on the show or just in life we we posited the theory that there may not be a van damme movie that isn't good bad he certainly doesn't have a all the way good movie, and there's there's an argument to be made that some of them are just straight up bad. But I think that just like uh, Arnold and Stallone, Van Damme's presence can turn a bad movie into at least the minimum level of good bad. And I aim to find out. Okay, question. I, I think that there may not be a Van Damme movie that's all the way bad. When you are okay, so this category you're thinking of though, it needs to be a movie that he's starring in, right? right. Not yeah, a movie not just appearing. Just yeah, yeah, just appearing. And in. it needs to be like pre, two thousand. No, all of them. Every era. single one of his movies. Okay, if, hold if on. he's the star. Then are you well? Then what about the series JCVD, John? Oh no, Jean Claude Van Johnson. That's that's good bad intentionally okay. though so it doesn't necessarily fit our rules because it knows what it is yeah but it's good bad hmm. and and then actually he does have some recent movies in the last like three years that are approaching good i like, thought john Clyde van johnson was good because it knows what it is like you yeah i guess you could because it's a comedy right mm -hmm. so I, I guess you could call it good because it's a comedy Right when he puts on a blindfold and does a drifting competition, yeah. uh, but he ha he has a couple movies in the last couple of years that are borderline good, like like really serious, earnest movies like where what? he doesn't do a bunch of goofy splits and stuff. The names are escaping me right now, but he has one where he's like a retired hitman who the bouncer is what mm -hmm. it's called, and it's it's a it's a very entertaining movie like he doesn't you don't see his ass he doesn't do the what? splits he's just like a, is he even in it then? it's it's john wick-esque in tone mm, okay and it's really entertaining but i want to find out over the course of the show we're not going to do a van damme movie every week obviously no. but we'll sprinkle them in like we've been doing i think that the man himself can turn what would have been a bad movie into a good bad movie yeah we love it yeah 
It's fine with me. Yeah, can't get enough of it. <laughs> okay, that's it for Kickboxer. Time for another cold shower, sir. Uh, Sudden Death, another Van Damme movie, is up for the vote next week against I don't know what, insert movie here. Follow us at The Good Bad Show so out. that you can vote and make that decision for us. And we will catch you guys next time. Peace. Bye.